So now they've got to start from deep in there end of the field. And Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle. Kicks to his right. Gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's out of the end Click, boom! What's going on, Faithfuls? It's your boy Mike from the Nothing But Niners crew, and I am back to go here and talk about opposite directions. The 49ers are about to take on the Seattle Seahawks in a game that everyone feels like should be a blowout, but we'll talk about it, man. We're going to break all that stuff down. Again, guys, I'm your host, 49ers Mike underscore NFL on Twitter. You guys give me a follow over there. The other guys are going to be coming in here shortly. I promise you guys are going to be here, but I didn't want to wait too long to start the show. All right? So... Let me run through these formalities. I'm going to take my time, pace it all out so you guys don't miss anything, okay? If this is your first time here, you happen to stumble across this because of some of the hashtags or something. You might have been on YouTube and you just search the word 49ers or you search 49er Seahawks or you search nothing but Niners. We're going to pop right up, okay? If you enjoy the show, hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe because we bring you a bunch of shows all week long and turn on those notifications because we bring you guys impromptu shows okay so this is thursday this is our regularly scheduled program here but sometimes we go a little off kilter and you're gonna have to have those notifications turned on so you know exactly when that's happening all right we have some social media platforms we want you to follow us on let's start with twitter and snapchat those handles are nothing but nine it's number nine nothing but nine ers give us a follow over there twitter and snapchat we have facebook instagram and twitch and it's some variation of nothing but niners it's spelled all the way out no numbers in there. You get on those platforms and you type in nothing but Niners, we're going to pop up. Some of them have underscores. Some of them have spaces. Some of them are all bunched together as one word, whatever. Just type in nothing but Niners, guys. We're going to pop up. I promise. We're there. We are in there like swimwear, baby. Okay? Give us an uh, email, okay? The email we have here is for questions, comments, reviews, concerns, show suggestions, things like that. You guys can go ahead and hit us up. Nothing but, I mean, NB9ERS at nothingbutniners.com. Again, that email is NB9ERS and nothing but niners.com all right we also have patreon patreon is blowing up just drop the fire fire party in the palisade episode tonight make sure you guys get over there and check that out all right now the party in the palisade is for top tier people only i'm sorry uh but there are three different tiers head on over there if you want to watch the games on sundays you don't have uh the local feed or whatever head on over to patreon.com slash nb9 ers and become a patreon okay I call you guys Patreonians, patreon.com slash NB9ERS. Again, I'm your guy, 49ers Mike underscore NFL. To my right is my guy, Nick. He is 49er faithful, 365. What's going on, stranger? Where the hell you been? Traveling, baby. I see. Work, 
traveling from the East Coast to the West Coast, from the North to the South. I got hoes in different area codes. Nick been out there hoeing, man. What's going on, Playboy? Long Bro, time. No hoeing, but I've been deboing it up, baby. You've been deboing it up. Debo been out there running all over the place. Yeah, I, you better, you know, I can't say what I want to say because I don't want to put your business out there like that. But what's going on, man? You've been out there visiting all these games and everything, watching the Niners win and everything. How you feeling about the team? Good. I mean, I'm still skeptical, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but, uh, you know, they've been playing some good football. Um, they've been putting things all together. But, uh, you know, they've also had things work out in their favor as well. As in, um, uh, other teams that haven't been playing as well either. So, um, I don't know if that's a benefit of the Niners just playing all three phases of football pretty good, or if they were just you know finally establishing uh, their identity, or if it's more so what other teams are doing. So, um, still a little bit of skeptical, like skepticism in it, but. I'm liking it. It's wins, right? So being, you know, we're moving on up. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And those standards. <laughs> we're moving up in the standings, man. The Niners right now sit at the sixth seed. We're about a game, half a game behind uh, the Rams. I mean, this is – the team is in a good spot. We got some wiggle room. We don't have to be flawless on out from here on out to make the postseason. And the way that we're playing, I mean, you know, for whatever the reason is, the way that we're playing, it's sustainable. And it's something that can help a team – uh, get a little bit deeper in the, in the uh, just the first round of the postseason. So uh, it seems like that's the case with the Niners. And then our opponent for this upcoming week, the Seattle Seahawks. And it seems like we're trending in opposite directions. While the Niners are doing this, the Seahawks are going. They're heading down, man. And, uh, Feels just, good, doesn't it? It does. It does. The question is, what's more sustainable? And that's what we're going to try to get down to tonight. On, on today's show. Now we have Breezy that's going to be coming in here soon. I saw somebody say, is Breezy not in here anymore? Breezy has a show. And as soon as he's done with his platform, because they're on live right now, uh, Breezy's going to be coming in here too. So guys, don't worry. Breezy is still part of Nothing But Niners. She's going to be here very soon. He even made an appearance on tonight's episode of Party in the Palisade, man. I did a phone a friend. He picked up. It was good, man. I hope you guys get over there and check that out, man. Again, that's a top tier uh, subscription level over there. Uh, just some, some deeper thoughts, you know, um, and you know, hearing from a couple of faith, faithful that you guys love to hear from. Um, <clears throat> we got to talk about the 49ers injury news, uh, for today. That's usually where we start the shows. Um, I got the Seahawks, I have the Seahawks, um, injury report pulled up, but I also have the 49ers. Well, let me get that here because this game is looking like it's going to be a, a bit different, man. So let me see here 49ers injury. Where to go? I gotta find it. Give me one second, guys. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, here it is here. Yo, did you all see us on the uh, on the telecast when you're watching the game or what? No, I, I was. I didn't. I didn't see anybody. I mean, I saw uh-huh. people, but I wasn't looking like like that. They, what, uh, what you, they would, you would have seen me plain as day if you saw it. What did they show? Uh, it's in the 49 hours, actually. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it was like the our section doing the Let's Go Niners chant. 
Nice. Now, see, that's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I, I have like my big ass Devo chain on. All right. I got it here. I got it here. Here we go. Uh, should, I, should I do the image? Should I just do the for image? What? Pop the image up for the 49ers injury report? The injury report? Yeah, I, I can do the. Uh, I can do the image for it instead of just reading it. <clears throat> but either way, what we have here today so far, guys, is this, man. Uh, people who did not practice today. Uh, linebacker Dre Greenlaw with the groin injury. Linebacker Marcel Harris. He's in concussion protocol. Uh, wide receiver Debo Samuel with the groin injury. Uh, running back Trey Sermon with the ankle. And linebacker Fred Warner with the hamstring. Those five guys are not expected to play on Sunday against Seattle. Uh, limited in practice, and with a little bit of hope to be there, are running backs Jermichael Hasty and defensive tackle Maurice Hurst. Um, I think this is a concerning list. Uh, Nick, Nick, what do you think about that? Um, what happened with <clears> – <throat> I got a question. What happened with Marcel Harris? Because he left the – back in and now he's back in concussion protocol yeah man so i don't know if he had a setback i don't know if something else came up but the team for whatever reason doesn't think that he uh doesn't think that he's good to go so uh he's, he's back in concussion protocol we'll have to see how things play out man yeah i mean that list you know obviously you know fred warner um that that's you know a big one um and then uh i mean Dre Greenlaw obviously linebacking core with Marcel Harris but i think what the team will do with that whole situation is <clears throat> Demetrius Flanagan Foles didn't play too bad um i think he'll play in but i think the team will stay in more base uh base nickel as well and keep get um uh, Kwan Williams on the field a lot more too. So, um, and then obviously Debo Samuel's a big one. Um, you know, he, I mean, he's been a huge part of this team in the offense right now going forward. So, um, I think Maurice Hurst, Hurst will probably play. Um, no, uh, has D4 been activated off the IR? They, he has been activated. I don't think he's officially on IR yet. He just didn't participate. So I think I think the way it works is I could be wrong. Someone will correct me if I'm wrong. I think the way it works is once they announce uh, they're available, like the practice window is open. I believe they're off of IR. I think. You know what? Let me. Well, they have three weeks. I think. Right. Yeah. Let me see. Um, let, me, let me check the list really quick. Forty nine hours. No, I didn't get a new cam. It's just my regular phone. Yo, I want to give a shout out to Tanya, bro, real quick, because Tanya came to the game with us, and um, man, she brought the energy, bro. She brought the energy. I, I loved it. Um, you know, all the people that came to the game with us was super amazing. They all brought the energy. Um, never let down. Uh, and it was it was just good to have a bunch of knowledgeable football fans there. Uh, with us and talking the game and seeing the game break down. So a uh, big shout out to Tanya for coming um, and also uh, bringing that energy. 
Absolutely, man. Shout out to her. She's been a supporter of the show also. Uh, I mean, she's good people, man. I, re I really like when good people can get out there and, and fellowship with each other. You know what I mean? Um, now, I am looking at the list here, and it doesn't look like it's been updated on 49ers.com because they still have Dre Greenlaw listed as an IR person. So I don't think it's been updated. But D Ford is on there. Greenlaw, Richie James, Kinlaw, McGlinchey, Mostert, Sanu, School, Barrett, and Wilson are listed on there. And then the physically unable to perform is Tavarius Moore. Um, so I'm not sure what they do. I know that the team made some moves. They waived uh, Kai. I always say his last name wrong. It's like, it's like nothing. Kai Nakawa. Nakawa, yeah. They waived him, but then they signed him right back because uh, the other guy that they signed, they had to move something. I, I don't know. It was a bunch of weird stuff that happened in the last 48 hours. <clears throat> yeah, um, they signed him and then put him on the practice squad IR. Right, right. And the same thing with Middleton, Middleton, right? Yeah, Middleton. Yep. Uh, and then they, they also did the same thing with the wide receiver uh, that we just signed, Devin Punches. Uh, they signed him and then he's on IR or whatever already. So I can't quite call it. I don't I don't know what's happening with this team. Um, but if you're looking at the roster and figuring out who they're going to bring up, they have Tony Jefferson that they can bring up uh, as a safety. Um, and we got to remember that Demetrius Flanagan Fowles is a um, safety turned linebacker also. So he might fit the mold of what they're looking for for someone who can help out with Fred, in Fred Warner's absence, you know? Well, I mean, I would expect them like like they did last week after Fred got hurt, right? Which is surprising because I wouldn't expect Fred to miss anything because if you would have saw him, if you would have saw him towards the end of the game, he was running around on the sideline, jumping up and down, waving his arms, jumping in the air like seven feet, like getting the crowd hyped. And then it was like, oh, he'll be out for a week or two. Crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, that's a good thing, I guess, like that. Seems like he's not too bad. It's a hamstring. They're just like maybe uh, hampering him. I don't know if he's officially been ruled all the way out, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're know. probably probably playing it safe, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Give Better him a week. Too, sorry. You... This now, will be the first game Fred Warner's ever missed, though, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think Fred Warner's ever missed a game before. That's a good point, man. I had to think about that for a second. I can't I can't recall Fred Warner not playing. Yeah, I, I don't think he's ever missed a game. I think this is probably his first. Oh shit, man. Oh man. Oh man, that's crazy. That's crazy. Shout out to everybody in the chat too, man. I see you guys over there. D Ford has not yet been announced to be on the team. No funches. You guys are right. Um I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Nick, I'll be honest with you, man. You know, the team gets into a rhythm. We start to develop a little bit of an identity on offense, and that identity largely was running through Debo. And then Debo gets hurt, and it's like, well, how do we replace that kind of production? And then you hate to have that happen right before the freaking Seattle game. Like all the other games, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, like we could do this with other people, with other teams. Like, why couldn't this have been, you know, Jacksonville or something? Like Debo, like that guy right now? Who's gonna take who's gonna take up his production, right? I mean, yeah, Kyle Shanahan said something today about well, George Kittle has done that, Brandon Ayuk has done that. Um, you know, you go with the guy that oh uh, excuse me. Go with the guy that, you know, has the experience doing it or whatever, but obviously they're not 
Debo Samuel, right? I mean, Debo Samuel, I mean, the guy, when he does – utilizing him out of the backfield, he looks like a running back. I mean, Brandon Ayuk's not that guy. George Kittle's not that guy. So, that's – you know, I, I'm interested to see – I'm interested to see this week how Kyle adapts, to be honest with you, like with no Debo Samuel. So, um, especially – because of how much of an offensive factor he's been for the team. I mean, the dude has over a 1,000 rushing yards. Congratulations. First receiver to do that since Anquan Bolden um, as a 49er. Uh, Marquise Goodwin was really receiving close. Yards, you meant receiving yards. What's that? Receiving yards. You said rushing, but you meant receiving. Oh, yeah, 1,000 receiving yards, yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, 1,000 receiving yards, and then he has, what, five rushing touchdowns? Yep, five rushing so, touchdowns. I mean, he's he's out there. He's setting the the record books on fire. He's the first player since like Marshall Falk to do that or something crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, so, uh, Danny Terry says a good point, and this is what I said. Uh, I think I said it in a spaces when I was at the airport. Is um, I would look to see Kyle Shanahan utilize uh, Kyle Uzcheck more this game, right, to take up some of that uh, slack. So we shall see. Oh my God! I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep you on. All right over there, bro. You okay? Yeah, I'm just super tired, man. I've been, I've been on the go like nonstop, bro. I got off the plane Tuesday morning. Uh huh. I left it. I left Cali at six fifty six at night. Got home in Philly area at seven o'clock in the morning. Went right to work, and then worked the second job. So I'm like. At a point, I hadn't gone to sleep for like 43 hours or something like that. So it's finally catching up to me. Yeah, that's what happens, man, when you're always out there on the go. I mean, eventually you got to sleep. So Yeah. Um, eventually. yeah I, I, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. We're going to wait for uh, Breezy to get in here to try to figure out what we can do to supplement some of this stuff. Uh, but I also want to go over the, um, the Seahawks injury report. I'm not even going to give them screen time here. I'm just going to read to you guys. Um, what the Seahawks injury report is. Uh, so today was Thursday. Uh, did not participate. Was their guard, uh, Damian Lewis. All right. And then we have limited in practice. Uh, center and guard, Kyle Fuller with an ankle injury. Their other guard, Gabe Jackson with a knee. Uh, running back, Alex Collins. That's big, by the way. Um, tackle, Brandon Shell with a shoulder injury. And then their full participants are their full participants. I won't sit here and read all of those because if they're full participants, they should be good to go. So there's no need to uh, break any of that stuff down here. Um, but the Alex Collins, I thought was big. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's really interesting to see what they're going to do if he's not good to go. Who's their Who's their other running backs? Like who do they have left? They were already down to their you know fourth and fifth. Rashad guys. Penny. Is that Is that who's next up? Uh. I would think so. I mean, Chris Carson is done for the year. Alex Collins is there. And I think Rashad Penny. That's terrible. That's terrible, man. Well, that's the thing right now, right? I mean, obviously we'll talk more about this going into the to the game preview, but um, you know, I was listening to a podcast the other day with Joe Fan and uh Chris Biederman on Cran- Candlestick Chronicles, and he was just saying how this is the first time that this is the first time that uh, P. Carroll has ever publicized a uh, quarterback complaint about Russell Wilson 
And he said at a presser that, you know, there's plays on the field that are just being left out there. And he didn't mention Russell. Um, but if you go and you look like Russell, there's there's times where guys are open downfield and Russell's just not a um Russell's just not taking those chances that he used to. Um he's he's getting off that read and just trying to take off again. So um you know, it'll be interesting to see see how that all pans out as well because they don't have an identity. They have no run game. Their offensive line is, has, has always been trash. Like, maybe not Cam Newton trash, but trash. <sighs> Had to go throw that in there. <laughs> um, I was on mute, so I stopped talking. Like, he always got to throw a shot at Cam, man. He always got to throw I a do, shot at man. I, I do not like Cam at all. Um, But anyway, I should have started the show like, I'm back. <laughs> then your ass would have been on the sideline right away. Yeah, but um, but no, it's um, you know, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens this week because you know it was funny because Joe Fan said uh, the, the question was to him, some do you think something has to happen with Seattle this year? And he says, yeah. Um, and uh, and he and Chris Peterman said, well, what do you think it is? And he's like, they got to start over, completely over. From Dan Snyder, Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, like you don't everybody. Get rid of Russell Wilson, though, do you? Yeah, I don't think Russell wants to be there anymore either. But, but that's beside the fact. We got to finish this game. Um, this is a big week. I, obviously, every week is a big week now from here on out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if we can win this one, man, I think the next two, the 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 Cincy and Tennessee games, are going to be the only two skeptical games that. The Niners really have to, uh, you know, two really good teams that they're going to be playing. Um, obviously, Houston, I, I don't think – I think we can beat Houston. I think we can beat uh, Atlanta. Um, the Rams are just doing Ram things uh, that, that they've been doing. Um, I don't think that they're going to bounce back, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know – but this is also a team that couldn't beat a team without DeAndre Hopkins and yeah, um, yeah. Kyler Murray. So mm-hmm. anything's possible. Now we have uh, this comment here from uh, Teddy Wells, Theodore Wells. I'm sorry. Um, he made a contribution. So thank you for that. That was here. And then this was his following one. So I'm assuming this is what he wanted to put in. It. Uh, so I'm going to read this one. He said, this is a perfect example. Uh, this game is the perfect example of Kyle having to actually coach. He's got to put his coaching hat on and really coach this game. We're going to see what's up this week. So, you know, it's it's interesting. A lot of people, like, this this comment tells me that people don't think that Kyle's been, like, doing a good job coaching. And there are a lot of people that feel like Kyle's just been, all right, we'll just keep running the ball because that's what's working. Do you think that is a knock on Kyle, or do you think that's um, a credit to Kyle and his coaching ability? the way we've been playing lately on the offense. No, I mean, you know, I have to credit Kyle Shanahan there, right? And you guys know that I've been really tough on Kyle. But even if you're averaging three yards a carry, 3.2, 3.5, 3.8, even though it's not working the way that you want to work, you still have to consistently run the football, right, um, to open up other things. And in the past, when we were losing, he just continually put the the game on Jimmy Garoppolo's shoulders. Um 
he wasn't he wasn't just even if the so going into the two weeks ago he wanted to run the ball 40 times he did going into this last week he wanted to get more yards right this is what he said i wanted to get more yards rushing not a certain amount of plays uh rushing yeah, he wasn't looking for 40 carries he was looking for more right looking for more production um mm-hmm. from what he's had in the past so that tells me that Kyle Shanahan's going back to his his roots because he's always wanted to run the football 30 to 40 times. He wants to control the clock. The Niners have done a great job controlling the clock over these past three weeks, which is another reason why they're on a win streak. Um, you know, other than running a 13 or 15 or 18 play drive and taking up pretty much the entire first quarter and coming away with a field goal, like that was insane. But um, you know, I, I have to give credit where credit's due. Kyle Shanahan's is working a game plan in to where um to where he is sticking to his roots and he's going back to his roots. And um you gotta continue to run a football. I mean, put the ball in Elijah Mitchell's hands. Like the kid is a playmaker. Like he's his vision gets better and better each week. Um, he's starting to get the feel for the football even more. Um, and the, I, I mean, the kid's just doing, doing what he, what he should be doing. So, uh, you got, you know, I see, uh, Harry Poppins here says it's not uh, sustainable, which is true. I mean, but it's also true in a sense because the Niners did it in 2019 where they were running the football, um, consistently really, really good, uh, throughout the entire year. I mean, even through the playoffs, Jimmy Garoppolo had the most pass attempts of eight, like in a division rival game, in a divisional game. So it's sustainable. It's just matters of, of one, uh, the production that you're, or actually not even production, but the player and uh, their sustainability as in being able to stay healthy. So that's what, what I think with that whole situation. So, Let's talk about the Seahawks team that we're about to play, right? Um, they have lost, what, three in a row. And their last win came with Geno Smith as a quarterback against the Jaguars, where they put up 31 points. All right? So then they go into their bye week. Russell Wilson comes back from injury, and they have a goose egg. I don't know the last time Seattle didn't score a single point in a game. But it happened. Russell Wilson's first game back, cool. Maybe it doesn't mean much, right? But then they played the Cardinals. They only put up 13. And then there was Monday night where they played Washington and only put up 15. Ru- is it is it Russell Wilson? Is that why Pete Carroll's complaining? Is there a chance? I know I'm saying this. and I know it's never going to happen. Is there a chance they're like, hey, maybe we should put in uh, Gino? No, I don't think it happens. I mean, if, if that happened there, I think Russell Wilson is going to automatically want to be gone. To be honest with you, um, I don't think it's just all Russell. I think it's just it's a new system. It's a Shane Waldron system. But if you go back and you look, I love Russell Wilson. I think he's a great quarterback, right? But if you also go back and look at him, <clears throat> he's never been a quarterback to throw with anticipation. He's never been a timing quarterback. He more of his big plays come off of off script plays. Um, and when you look at Shane Waldron's offense. Shane Waldron's offense is just like Kyle Shanahan's. It's a timing-based. You have to throw guys open. 
And if you look at Russell Wilson in, in his years, as, a, as good of a quarterback as he is, he never throws guys open. Never. Like, he's never thrown with anticipation. He's always broke. The big plays come from broken down plays where he gets outside the pocket, running around like a squirrel or a rat, whatever you want to call him, um, and throwing the ball deep downfield. He hasn't, this year, he hasn't even tried to complete as many 40-yard throws. He's, he's completed a little more 20-yard passes this year than he was in last year in 2019, and he's on pace for throwing more deeper passes than he was. But the consistency's not there. The accuracy's not there. And I think it's just it has an effect of everything. Poor offensive line, no run game. And we know in this offense you need a run game. Um, you need a you need a run game, right? So uh, is 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 that a fact that it's all on Russell? No, I think it's it's got a lot to do with all of it. New system, different. Me? Oh, breezy. <laughs> What up, dog? <laughs> what up? Yeah, you um, back to traveling again. I love it. I'm gonna call yeah, you Nick bro, the Caravan, too, bro. bro. Too, me too. Um, but it, it I think, it, I think it's a benefit of everything, right? Trash offensive line, no run game. Their defense is nowhere near what they used to be. Jamal Adams doesn't even have a sack on the year. No, but he do got an interception, I think, and he got it like a couple of weeks ago. Right, but I'm he's not playing up to par. Absolutely. Right? So, um. But either way, I mean, I think it, it's just a benefit of everything. I mean, we know how Kyle Shanahan's system is and that that branch, that tree branch off of, right? So the Sean McVay and uh, all those guys. Um, so it's like, I think it's a benefit of it all. I think it's a benefit of it all. And I, I just think that they're not gelling right now. And I don't think they're going to start um, – I don't think they're going to start anytime soon, to be honest. Well, so the question, Wayne, is do we do they pull Russell Wilson and put Geno in? Because Russell Wilson in his last three games, 15 points, 13 points, and a goose egg. Geno Smith's last game, 31 points against Jacksonville. Did you just say against Jacksonville? Y- yes. Okay. Was well, against Jacksonville? I-, I would say Russell Wilson. I mean, who is Jacksonville? We beat the shit out of Jacksonville. Jacksonville beat didn't didn't they beat the Bills? Nope. So by field goal, like and it was it ain't my fault that the Bills offense couldn't do stuff. But so you clearly, don't think there's a chance that they say no, Russell's no, not absolutely. getting done. Let's, let's... Absolutely not. Unless Russell is hurt. And and according to Pete Carroll, he said he's not. But unless all of a sudden some freak injury happens, um, I don't see him getting pulled in this game. Russell is Russell Wilson struggling? Absolutely. Excuse me. But his last game, he, he played pretty darn good, man. He almost won the game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just, uh, they, uh, they, 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 you can't tell me he didn't have that team like nuts in their stomach, dog, because they almost lost. I, look, they, they got they they did this onside kick that was successful, then there was a penalty, they missed it. And then they but, missed it, yeah. But, but they were they cool. then they lose by two, Mike. I mean, yeah, that's, but that's you, that's looking at the box score. They it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not just looking at the box score, Mike, because they moved the ball when they had to. So you can't tell me that they didn't almost win when they almost won, right? And so to close to close out the game, Russell Wilson did with and the, and the Seahawks did what they had to do to close out the game. And don't get it twisted. I ain't rooting for them cats. I just I just know what I watched. 
they almost had a chance to win the game. And so if that happens against us, like, you know, we don't want that to be Russell Wilson leading the team down there with a game-winning drive and have our fate in some onside kick. Because usually that favor don't go in our favor. Because that's George Kittle. Last time he did it, it hit him in the face. On this one, it went over the dude's face. <laughs> if you watched it, right? So I just think Russ is going to be the Russ for this year. He's probably not going to get any better. But the 49ers just got to come out. You know, they still have to make him their main priority. You know, you take out Russ, then he can't throw the ball to DK Metcalf or 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 um, Lockett and those guys. You know what I mean? Right, right. Now, T-Man makes a good contribution here. Um, That's my dude. Yeah, he says, uh, thanks for the contribution, too. He says, no matter how bad the Seahawks are playing, they always find a way to beat us. Hopefully this changes this weekend. I think Russ is done playing for that bum-ass team. Nick, say, Nick, saw your hyphy ass on 49ers, uh, 49 hours. That was dope, bro. So I got to go back and watch it again. I watched it while I was driving, so I like I more listened to it than, than watched it. So I got to go back and watch it. What were you doing, Nick? You What were you out there doing? You out there dancing and shit, man? <laughs> bro, I was just getting hype, bro. All right. Okay. I like it, man. I like but that's it. what he do. If y'all yeah. don't know, now you know. That's how I am at games, though, bro. Like, I don't sit the fuck down. Oh, no, not at all. Seven-minute mark, so that, we're good. That's why I don't know why you pay for a seat. You stand up anyway. Right? Dude, I'm just going to start running around the stadium, bro. Get the standing room only tickets. Get the standing room only tickets, right? Just run around. Let's go! All hype and shit. And Nick, like, Nick hates when people next to him are quiet and chilling, too. He'd be like, come on, let's go. I'm like, all right, stop yelling at me, bro. Chill. Bro. Get up out of your seat. Let's go. <laughs> well, you know, T-Man makes an excellent point, right? The the Niners always seem to just play it way too close to comfort. Yes, they do. Even the games that we beat them, it's not by much. Like you said, that two or three points, right? Um, and here's here's the thing about, about the Seahawks uh, in particular is that they have – I talked about their, their offensive output, which has been terrible, right? Yeah. The 15 points, the 13 points, and the goose egg. But what no one's talking about is what their defense has done. Right, you go okay. back to before the Jaguars game to the Saints game, they allowed 13 points. Jaguars, they allowed seven, that's 20. Okay, Packers, they allowed 17, that's 37. All right, you go to the Cardinals, they allowed 23, that's 50 points in four games. And then with Washington, they allowed 17. I mean, that defense is holding teams to about 17 points a game. Yeah, it's it's so funny because if you look at the numbers though, the defense is still ranked well, not not points wise, but yards wise. They're they're below. They they're like 32nd, right, in the league in yards. So you figure, I mean, you could get a lot of yards and still not win the game cuz you got to score, right? Like and so you do got to factor in the fact that they're not giving up a lot of points. But also a lot of teams aren't running, trying to run the ball. Like so, so you gotta ask yourself, what is going to be the 49ers' identity in this particular game? Is Kyle Shanahan gonna do that bull crap he did, like that you liked? Or is he gonna do stick to the script, keep it basic? You got your running backs back there. You got I, I would like to see a heavy dosage of Jeff Wilson Jr. in this game. Why? Because Elijah Mitchell probably took a little beating um in the last game. You know what I'm saying? So why don't you switch it up? You still can run the pace with Elijah, but give me some of that grit, you know what I mean, from, from Jeff Wilson. Also, I would love to see that that halfback choice route in this game 
You know what I'm saying? Those are the throws, in my opinion, that Jimmy is hitting at a fairly high rate. Um, I know we don't see those, but I'm talking about the shorter dump throws. We see a lot of quick slants. We see a lot of that. And so they got to take advantage. Now, if they want to beat Seattle, and I meant to talk about this on the, uh, the Nitty Gritty Niners show tonight. We forgot to talk about it, so I'll mention it here. Seattle is like damn near last in time of possession. So let's have this discussion, right? Because, Mike, if the 49ers can keep their defense on the field for 32, 33, 35, 38, 40 minutes a game, they ain't winning shit. And I'm talking about Seattle. Pardon my French, but I just got through drinking three bo- three glasses of this blue Moscato. Oh, here, I'll take, I'll take a little something with you in here. Okay? <laughs> my man. Bring Lavette here. I, I, I'll take a little toast with you. My man. bro. Mm. All right. Mm. This is the career. And so you got to factor that in. Now, can we talk about some of the key things? And I know you probably spoke about this. And my apologies for being late. It got really nitty gritty. Mike, when you get a chance, go back and watch the episode. You know I am. You come on now. You know I am. Like I thought me and Moses about to throw blows, yo. Like it it got nitty gritty. (laughs) Really? Yeah, it got gritty. I love it. I love it. But now listen, that's my brother though. We would never do that, but it just felt like I know people was like, yo. They flaring what, up. What was the argument about? Let me know. Let me know what, what we was arguing about. Let me see <laughs> you got to watch the show. You got to watch right, the show because right, we got a right, show right, to right. do here. You know what I mean? Right, right, but no, right. listen. It's, and it was funny because Peachy was like, popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> and Fair was like, yep. Uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> it was just so funny. But anyway, uh, let's talk about this. They're ranked damn near last in time of possession. Mm-hmm. And the 49ers have in the past three games have controlled the clock. And so that's important. So I don't care if we score 14 or 21 points. That's enough to beat this team if you're controlling the clock for the majority of the game. The 49ers in the last game, I believe, held had the ball for 38 minutes. I, I could be wrong. That could be what they're averaging, but I do know that that number exists. That is tremendous. And how do they get that, Mike? By running the ball. And so I said that to say, if the 49ers can find a successful way to run the ball, then they're going to be A-OK. And I know a lot of people that did the nitty-gritty show, they were in the chat, their magic number, Mike, is 35. That reminds me of your magic number when it comes to running the ball. But Wayne Breezy's magic number is 40. And Mike, can you please tell the 49ers faithful where what they're averaging over the last three games? What's the number? Yeah, so right now the team is averaging 39 carries. Actually, it's actually 41. It's 41 carries a game is what they're averaging. And so that so that 40, that 35 to 40 is what we need. Now, here's what we're missing. And, and, and you know, before we get to that, let's go ahead and read Eman's contribution. I was pulling up the... Uh, he the says, our line. D-line is going to eat on Sunday. Seahawks O-line is just terrible. I Thank you for the contribution, E-Man. We truly appreciate it. You know what, Mike? If I got a dollar for every time I read this contribution, bro, I'd be rich as fuck. I mean, mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Every time we say this, their offensive line looks number one in the NFL. They don't give up no sacks. Is it? I thought it was just me. No pressures. What? It's not just me. At, we'd be looking at the team, the screen, like, "Yo, what happened? <laughs> we were supposed to be able to do X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah." Like, oh, they, they, they can't. They, they letting everybody throw for four hundred yards on them. We come out with a hundred eighty <laughs> yards passing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what the numbers say about this team at all. And there's no disrespect to anybody out there who has an opinion on it. I don't care. This fact. this rivalry is different. Period. It's, it's different. different. 
You got to throw all the numbers out. You got to throw all the streaks and all that stuff out. Because none of it matters, Mike. Tell them. It don't. None of it matters. You, you, know you want to know what streak matters, Mike? I mean, there's two streaks that matter. The 49ers are 0-3 over their last three games. And Russell Wilson is 15-4. and The 49ers are 0-3. Oh, oh, against them. Yeah. I thought you meant. Seahawks are 3-0. and Yes. I yeah. always say it in the 49ers way, so my bad if I trick, trick no, 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 you. No, 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 you good, you good, you good. I thought you meant these last three. I'm not saying, no, 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 we you on a three-game win streak. Oh, I'm I see what you're saying. No, 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 I meant against, I meant versus them. And Russell Wilson is 15 and four, my brother, against the 49ers. They've is, only man. played 46 times. So Russell Wilson has 19 out of those 46, and he has 15 wins. And, and so we did, we did have the ball for 37 minutes. Okay, so I was close. I was close to the 38. No. All right, cool. Minutes that game, the Jaguars Dang, game. Had, it, dog. Huh? You be on it, dog. You, you, oh, I'm, I'm just pulling it up. We had the ball for 38 minutes against the Jaguars. Your turnaround minutes. time is quick. The yeah. Vikings. Yeah, I'm just letting you know because, like, that's been our 39 minutes against the Rams. Like, so there it is. 38 minutes. That's, you know. And so, so the argument started with. Oh, now you're going to tell me. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. Because we the can't argument, the argument started because remember we did the Patreon earlier, right? And you mentioned yeah. the Trey Lance. So Mo's idea was Trey Lance coming into the game to run the ball. And I said, well, I wouldn't be surprised if we psych him out and don't run the ball as much as you think to over to compensate for the Debo Samuel runs, the six to seven runs he's been getting, right? And so I was like, yo, what if Trey Lance comes in, fake the boot action down the field, hits a deep route to Trent Shearfield or whoever is down there, and boom. And then we got into the argument about, well, that's not the tennis season. That's not Kyle's tennis season. You just said you wanted to run the ball. I was like, I do want to run the ball, but when you bring in the Trey Lance, you have the option. Like, it's not just – it doesn't have to be a run. It could be an option. Boy, I tell you, man, it got heated. I heard the N-word a couple of times. I'm not going to say who said it, Breezy. And then, like, it just got bad, yo. Yo, because you know when, we, when you get to a heated moment, like, you know what I'm saying? It just it just flare up, but I love you, Mose. My dog. I like it, man. I like it. You know, passion comes out, man. And you know what's crazy is like we'll argue like we on opposite sides of the fence here. We all want the same thing. That's it. That's you know what I'm saying. (laughs) We we all we all want the same thing, but that's the win. (laughs) How we see how we see the games playing out. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I agree. I think I think I don't think it's impossible for a young man to come in there and take some shots down the field. See, so I don't like. And I get it. It's not Kyle's tendency because he's not doing it. But that's when you should do it. It's when they least expect it. Exactly. And that's, that's why he that got his ass for missing that one that he should have took. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're never get into that, dog. Okay. But let's talk about right. how we're going to win this game, Mike, because that's what's important. And I think that's what they want to know. And everyone knows that we're going to run the ball. But, Mike, let me, let me throw the monkey wrench in there, man. They put eight in the box. All right? And so... How we run it against eight in the box without having Debo Samuel as a factor. So what Kyle, so I, I know you're so my I, I consider you as one of the smartest 49er analyst content creators out there. Like you're oh, you're that guy, right? You have your your weird ass conspiracies, but you literally do have the content and, and the knowledge, right? And let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. The 49ers, all right. Here's a statement. Jimmy Garoppolo's kryptonite is eight in the box. Agree or disagree? Agree. All right. The 49ers found a way to, con- uh, to what's the word? Compensate, overcome. Overcome that by doing what? Let's see if we can get this right. Fill in the blank. 
What right. did they do to overcompensate so, the eight in the box? Because teams still okay. line up eight in the box. Yes, but what we were doing was we were changing up with our personnel groups. So what we would do is we would have, for example, right? You got Brandon Ayuk as a tight end. You got you got George Kittle as a fullback. And say you got it. Debo Samuel as a running back. Okay. 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 We were we were changing up with the personnel. You can okay. put eight in the box, but now who's covering who? Okay. I'm supposed to be on the running back, but the running back is George Kittle or or Debo Samuel. So that's am I the safety? What who am I supposed to be on? And then all of a sudden you get wide open uh running backs in the end zone and Jimmy misses them. But I yeah. told you he was smart. And so the 49ers are gonna have to find a way to fabricate that because teams are still gonna line up eight in the box. But guess who's not in the backfield? Your weapon X. Debo. Debo. The real offensive weapon. The yeah. real offensive weapon, right? He's no longer eight in a box. And so that is going to be what we're going to have to try to see if we can overcome. So it's not going to be that easy. And I love what Ian Sharp just said. It's about time. You're paying this Mickey Ficky. How much money? Mm. How much you pay him? Mm. Too much. Too and much. so it's time to get him involved, but you're not going to get him involved in the rushing game. You got to find a way to, to get him involved in the run blocking and in the pass catching game, which can be another way to deflate the eight in the box. And so that is an episode, Mike, we could probably do on Patreon where we break down the eight in the box because teams are coming out eight in the box. You hear Kyle Shanahan talk about that every presser, but the 49ers have found ways to overcome to compensate to, to get over that hump, right? Because when they were trying to just run against the eight in the box, we were getting negative yards. Let's keep it a buck. So and players were getting injured. Here's the thing, right? I, I like it trying to overcome it. But the best way, the shortest way, the quickest way, forget any team, just in general, is an effective pass game. Correct. They dare Jimmy to pass the ball. Now, can you be more elaborate on the effective pass game? Because are you meaning like accuracy passes being effective across the short joints, across the middle? Or are you talking about being able to stretch the D to back the safeties up? So th there's two ways to do it, right? There's two ways to do it. Because if, you, if you're going to play eight in the box, you got to kind of leave your safeties back there. So what you're doing is you're putting in four or five defensive linemen, right? And you're going to have your linebackers come into that box. So you're still going to have your safeties out there. What you got to do is get a quick pass to somebody and eat them up down the field. Stretch okay. them out, not so much vertically, but horizontally. Horizontally. Get those boys running Jimmy. left and right. But is that, Mike? It can that's be. That's not Jimmy's strength. It can be. So Jimmy's gotten better at that this year. No one's talking about it. Jimmy's gotten better at hitting the guys to the left and to the right of them. Before Mike. it was the high passes to the running backs, they jumping and they missing. And we've seen some of them. We saw that, like I said, the touchdown where they had, you know, I just told you about that whole formation, right? And he missed that touchdown, but then we ended up scoring anyway. But it's stuff like that that happens that he could try to incorporate back into the game. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I, th these, are, these are ways you defeat the eight in the box, man, if you can't successfully run it. But the question is, can the 49ers come out and be efficient? And I, I like the screen game. And let me explain what they've been doing lately in the screen game. I wish we had, like, the, the replay where we can go to the play without getting sued by YouTube and, mm -hmm. and NFL, right? And we can go to the play and just break down. But here's what I mean by the screen game. Lately, if you've been watching the 49ers screens, they haven't been doing screens to the sides, right? They've been doing screens right in front. The screens where you set up the blockers right in front of you, you give it to the running back and he takes off. Or even the tight end screens are a little right there. You get what I'm saying? So I'm liking what the 49ers have 
have been doing lately. And Jimmy has been highly accurate in the screen game. You get what I'm saying? Like he's been highly good and consistently well. We we see that completely different. I'm, that's very interesting that you think that. Okay. Because I I'm have seeing the short that. dumps in front better than I'm seeing to the sides. You're seeing the sides better than you're seeing to the front. I so the the short passes across the middle where he's getting around the the no I'm talking about the dumps right in front of his face. You know how we watch all the quarterbacks in the all 31 quarterbacks in the NFL could do it except for Jimmy, right? Mm -hmm. Even the rookies, they find that we call it the check down. All right, so it's either a check down screen is when you actually set up the blockers and that's what I've been running. Okay, okay, all right. So it's not all screens. Yeah. Okay. So now we okay now we talking because I've been disappointed in the. Wait a minute. The Bone Thugs versus is on right now? Oh, it is? Oh. At the Kids 3-6? Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Nothing But Not As Man. <laughs> it's been real. Oh, man. What you gonna do? And it ain't nowhere to... Oh, come on, man. We... <laughs> it's gonna come for everybody. <laughs> um, No, so I forgot that I forgot that was today, man. Oh, what a what a night. What a night. So look, man, look, here, here's the truth of the matter. Here's what the Niners have to do, man. They have to play their game. They have to play their game. But here's what I do believe. Okay. These last couple of weeks of football, I have determined, I've convinced myself that Kyle can call whatever play he wants, and this team is going to execute it. So one of my keys to victory last week was that the coaches had to call the right game. It wasn't about, can Jimmy do this? Can the players, can this player do that? Can George do this? None of that. No, it was all about whether or not the coaches called the right game. That's what I have been concerned about. So if they, if, if Kyle wants to come out and, and call passing plays, he's going to do that. And I have confidence. This is a newfound confidence now. I have confidence that these guys will execute it. When Jimmy didn't execute, Kyle laid into him on the side, right? He laid into him. He said, get it right. Jimmy said, okay, I will. And he did. He corrected his errors and he did what he needed to do to survive another week. Okay. I really, really think that they can do that this week, but they have to have the right game plan. Ooh. And we just don't know which Seattle team is going to show up. Right. Seattle's going to look like the old Seattle. That they're going to come out intimidating. Yep. They're going to come out and they're going to be ready. They're at home. They are not completely eliminated from the postseason yet. Um, they They got something to prove. They have something to prove. They, they got this fans out there. They're going to be loud. Now, here's the good thing. The fans over there have been really quick to boo lately. Ooh. So can we use that against them? You know, can we get, can we get some Seattle hate while they it all Seattle? It all depends, Mike. It all depends on the game plan, number one, and the effectiveness of the game plan. Like, how well do the players execute the actual plan? Because mm-hmm. will we see something different? Will Kyle Shanahan do what he did last week Start with the run, open it up, and let Jimmy try to get into a rhythm early. Cause see, that's that's what it was. That's Mike. not what Kyle did last week. That that's what he tried to do. That's not no. what he did. No, Kyle started with passing in the first. You know no, he the- did. He ran the ball on the first play. It was a five yard run to Eliza Mitchell. Then it was pass, 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 pass. Right. So I don't. Okay. So you mean literally the first play? Right. I mean, yeah, starting the game. First, like, that, first, that first series ended in the interception. Right. The first series was all passes minus the run. That's why we were arguing on the live because the run was effective and then right. you and went away from it. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, like, my question to you is if the run is successful, if the run is five or plus more yards, right? 
will Kyle Shanahan stick with the run until he gets a couple of first downs and then slowly allow Jimmy to get into a rhythm? I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying now. Okay, I'm with you. And yes, I think he will because I think that this game means something more to Kyle than it does anybody else in that field. Okay, okay. I do. I know that they talk about rival right rivalries and all that stuff, uh, but I think this game means something to Kyle. Kyle's got to get this is this is the monkey on Kyle's back. He's got okay. He's got to get over the 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 Pete Carroll hurdle. Pete Carroll has owned owned Kyle. Him. owned him completely. Owned, like though I'm talking the way Kyle owns McVay, right? Is the way Carroll owns Kyle, and uh, he I think that's a fact. It's 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 got to happen. It's got to happen. Kyle has to get in his bag and make them beat him. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. I just want to send a shout out to OYG uh, Sakona. You know what I'm saying? He says, I see y'all. I love y'all. But I've been watching, waiting for that to come all week. Keep your head up, my guys. Nothing but nine is for sure. 100. I'll watch the rest when I'm done, though. We appreciate you, fam, fam. Look at his cough, man. Cold came out of nowhere. Uh-oh, mic on mute. Yeah, we can't hear you. But no, nah, seriously, while Mike's getting his stuff fixed, I truly think that that I mic check, mic check. There you go. I I didn't touch anything. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Now I got an echo. For real? For real? Mic check, mic check. You still got an echo? Yep. Yep. What about now? Nope. nope. Yep. yep. <laughs> what about now? Do I have echo? No. All right. We back in business, baby. Okay. Um, damn, man. I I I'll be honest with you. I'm nervous. I'm I'm nervous about this game. I am. Because it just feels like it feels like this is the trap game. And I know no division game should be a trap game, right? I mean, you got you got teams that are beating teams that this is a trap game, Mike. This is a trap game, Mike. It is. This it is, is a trap. I didn't even peep that. This is definitely a trap game. We are at six and five. We have to control to control our own destiny. And unfortunately, we got to do it against the hardest team in our division that we play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the worst part of it is, is that we're looking at them as a defeated team. They're just trying to get through the rest of the season. Those be the teams that don't have anything to lose. You know what I'm saying? They go in there and they just go, they go ape shit on us. So I don't know. I'm scared. I'm nervous. Um, I said the same shit on my show, bro. What's your what's your confidence level on a scale of one to ten? How confident are you that the Niners win this game? I'm man? confident that the 49ers will continue to play the consistent football that they've been doing. And if the, if so, they're gonna win the game. But I don't have a I don't some think it's gonna be a blowout. I don't have that no, confidence, no. you know. Um, but it's a possibility that it can be. I think I'm at a, like a 7.2 on the Richter scale right now. This is pretty damn good. You know what I mean? But oh, at Richter least scale, that's phenomenal. That's, that's yeah, but, but <laughs> told you you were smart. But no, seriously, I am I'm I'm I, I'm about 70% um in belief that the 49ers are gonna get the job done. You know, they're gonna be on their big daddy cane. I really do. Um I understand that they're 0-3 in the past three games that they've played. I understand Russell Wilson is 15-4. and I also understand that the 49ers have been traveling well this season as a unit. Their defense plays better on the road. 
We are missing a couple of key pieces on defense that we have not factored in. Fred Warner may not play. D4 doesn't look like he's going to play. He had a huge sack. Matter of fact, D4. Greenlaw. Oh, sorry. Greenlaw, Greenlaw didn't play in the first one, so I'm okay. Like, I'm just going off of this season. So Greenlaw didn't play in the first one. And so we are missing some key guys, man. Uh, hopefully, Hasty will be there. If D, if Morris, Maurice Hurst can be there, that's a huge plus. Because they did sign Adrian Peterson, who a lot of people feel like he ain't gonna be gonna be a non-factor. He is on the uh the practice squad, so he has to actually make the active roster. Will he? We don't know. That active roster. Because, I, I know I, because I, uh, Collins is hurt. Oh, that's Collins did. That's why they signed him. I'm not saying Collins is going to be out. They haven't officially ruled him out yet, but he's hurt. And okay. he's, on their injury, he's on their injury report. So they're going to be looking to uh, get Adrian Peterson the ball. And let, here's the other thing, too, something that the Niners are terrible at that nobody's talking about. Every time a team gets a running back and puts him in for the first time, they go great. Remember Kenyon Drake a couple of years ago last no, no, year? No, no, we're not, we're not going to have this conversation. Oh, you, don't even gotta go, you don't even got to go back to last year. You go to this year. Whenever they injured, they whenever their starting running backs came out and they put in some backup dude, James Conner, you All name it. Place. You name it. All like, they just place. be good. Right. You name it. Yeah. And luckily, Alex Madison didn't go hamburger on us because they kept wanting Kirk Cousins to throw the ball to yeah. win the game. But if they would have gave that him the ball, it's a possibility he would might he might have did some damage to the floor. Mm-hmm. Last and, week. So, and here's the other thing, too. Uh, one thing I noticed that the Seahawks still do is this, and then we'll, we'll wrap up after this. Um, you know, I was watching that game on Monday night, and the Seahawks couldn't get anything going. I mean, yes, anything. Yes. They looked horrible. And when it was crunch time, the, the most crucial minutes of the game, like you said, they had a chance to win. You know why they had a chance to win? Why? Russell stopped trying to stay in the pocket. He started using his legs. Oh. Russell started saying, you know what? I'm going to force the passes to Metcalf. Well, now, because how does he beat the 49ers, Mike? That's exactly how he beats us. That's my that's my point. <laughs> that's exactly how he beats us every every fucking time. That's my point. Every time. We'll and guess, who, and guess who we're game. missing this time? D Ford. And yeah. guess who contained them last time? D Ford. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it never ever fails. We'll contain Russell Wilson for three quarters, eleven minutes, and fifty-nine seconds. And you know what happens in those last three minutes? He just go crazy. He go. He start running. We start biting up, and then DK Metcalf or the other fucking Lockett will be wide open down the field, and they just they just march on us, and they 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 do what they need to do, and that's you what know? I won't feel confident in us winning this game unless we have a two score lead with four minutes left in the game. I hear you, and you know, there's one player that we don't talk about, Freddie Swain. For some reason, he's getting a touchdown a game. <laughs> don't nobody know who he is. Um, don't let him be that guy. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. All right. Don't let him be that it's guy. All, it's always some random-ass tight end. It's always some random tight end. Gerald Everett, yep. Hollister, is that what his name was? Gerald Everett, Will Desley, Jacob Hollister. Oh, God, Disley, whatever the hell is it. Yeah. It's always some random tight end. Like they, they just find a way to do it to us, man. They find a way to do it to us. And I'm not here for it. I'm not gonna sit here. My confidence, I'll be honest with y'all guys. I'll be I'll be completely honest with you. Even if we play our brand of football, we play keep away. If it's not two scores, like I'm just I'm not feeling it. My confidence level is probably like a a four. It's a four. So let's, let, so so are you gonna do your score prediction now or no? I can. Let's do it. I don't want to. 
Okay. Um, we can wait. I'm gonna say no, no, no okay. show. I got a, I got a man up. I got a man up. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say it. Uh, I think the Niners lose this game. No, I'm kidding. I'm lying. I think. What's funny is I thought that they would on our early prediction shows because I thought we were gonna win the other one. But remember, I said us mm-hmm. traveling after that game, we should lose this one. Yeah. Since we already lost, I'm gonna switch it up. All right, I'm gonna say Niners win this game. 24-14. Okay. 10-point game. 24-14. That's good enough for you. All right, so my, my I got to be – beating just saying that, bro. All right, so mine's even worse because I, 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 I got to be consistent. You know, I can't go on one show and say something <laughs> totally different. Cat's going to be looking at me thinking I'm on drugs. Uh, <laughs> no, listen, NBN, Pineapple, not Gerald Everett is there now. So that's the guy that they don't want to let loose – so Tart got to be on his A game, uh, covering him because he's a pass catching weapon. Um, so yeah, um, here I go. I got the 49ers winning, twenty one to seventeen. But it's going to be a comeback victory led by game winning drive Jimmy Garoppolo for the touchdown game winning drive. How many drinks you said you had tonight? It's just my fourth glass. Oh, I could tell. You got Jimmy Garoppolo in Seattle leading a game-winning drive. I do. <laughs> I gotta get I gotta get on breezy level. Jimmy Garoppolo, you said in, I, in Seattle. I have him getting the game-winning drive, yo. With I his do. arm? With his however, we gotta win that game. It's the same. Don't you it ain't time. It is time for bed, though. They're keeping it a buck. But no, seriously, listen to me. The 49ers are going to be trailing. They're going to get the ball back within two minutes of the game. A two-minute drive by Jimmy. Two-minute drive by Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, he is highly successful in a two-minute drill. <laughs> I hate y'all, yo. I do. I knew there was a reason why I didn't like y'all. There's something. I get it. This man said. Hey, I, I, a I win is a win. Yes. And I will be happy to be wrong here. I just don't have any confidence in Jimmy with the game on the line in Seattle. Okay. Not not with the game on the line. That's why I said, but I, that's why I said I need us to have a two-score lead in the fourth quarter. I hear you. I just feel like we win in this game by any okay. means necessary. Okay. Why? Because Kyle got to get his swagger back. And if Kyle wins this game, monkey off the back. Seattle, bye-bye, no playoffs, one less team you got to worry about on your road to the Lombardi. You feel me? So I feel like if Kyle wants to swag, you know what I'm saying, it's going to be a tough sled. This is a divisional game. I don't expect it to be high scoring. But 21-17, that means the 49ers are going to be down 14-17, to if y'all could do math. They're going to be down 14. They're going to be down by three. In the fourth quarter, 49ers. Okay, two okay, drill. hold up. Now that makes me feel better. Down by three, right. two minutes, we, right. play in a, we play in a tie the game, and then somebody breaks a tackle or something, and uh, then get, and takes it's the, not okay. even a break the tackle. What happens is Jimmy throws deep because Jamal Adams bites on something stupid, okay. wide okay. open touchdown. 49ers win the game with like 30 seconds left on the clock, no timeouts for Seattle, and we and we pull out with the victory. Down by three. It's definitely more more feasible because 
if everybody I had to put the context in, the in there, dog. Okay, I see. <laughs> if, 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 if everybody thinks that we're playing for just a field goal, they get they get a little softer. You know what I mean? Over time, yes, yes, the they give okay. up the they play deep. They give up yeah. the underneath routes. We yeah. start to get game much y'all. I see, see, Mike. I told okay. you he was smart. I got, to I got it. I got it. I feel. I feel a lot better. I feel a lot better about that. Okay. But I, I prefer the victory of yours. I prefer the two touchdowns ahead, and then they might get a, a, a touchdown, and we still win by seven or whatever. I prefer that. I tell you what. Here, here's here's a bold prediction for y'all. We win this game. We only gonna lose one other game the whole year. Uh, who you got us losing to? It's gonna be the Rams the last week of the season. We definitely not lose. Only not because, lose to the Rams. Only because it's not gonna make a difference in the seating position at that point. We're not we're not losing to the Rams. Okay. That's Kyle, that's Kyle Shanahan's like he he wants that. Like you get what I'm saying? Like he, Kyle, got, it. he got it when it counted the most. He they did. Went out there and they got all their shiny new toys and all their shiny new weapons. I haven't won a game with them since. I, but, I, but to, but no, you say you say that the Rams game doesn't count. Let me let me let me let me throw something at you. Right, we win saying? Sunday. The Rams lose. Right, and the the Rams on a bye this week. Right, no, they had their bye. The Rams this week. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think they do have a game. Hold this, on. yeah. If they lose and we win, the Rams play the Jaguars. Stop. They just they're coming off a of bye. That's what it is. But they can lose to the Jags. Let's keep it a book because you said Buffalo lost to the Jags. <laughs> you just said it was the Jags. Don't try to change it up now. Oh, okay, okay. I can't use your words against you. Okay. Nah, son. <laughs> no sir. And no sir. All right. And so let's say the Rams lose to the Jags. Right. Jalen Ramsey goes to his old team and gets jagged. Right. And so the 49ers beat the Seahawks. They, they we will have a tie record. Wouldn't we be ahead of them in the yeah. standings because we beat yes, shit? We and you yes, you telling me Kyle Shanahan ain't trying to knock them further down in the thing week 18? Shit. I'm telling you right now, Mike, it's Go gonna on, be man. some it's gonna be the dopest six weeks of our life. Yes, sir. I'm but it, it starts with Sunday. We have to win Sunday. Let's go home, man. Let's go home. Let's I go think home, I think we win this game. We uh we making the playoffs. And uh, ain't going to be nobody that want to F with us. No. That's another story for another time. But, yo, listen, that's going to do it, man. We're going to give you guys another breakdown a little bit later on. Uh, we're going to do a um, game preview. We might have to bring another show uh, later this week because uh, I know some other guys wanted to jump in and, you know, duty called. They weren't able to do it. So maybe we'll bring you guys something a little bit later on. Uh, but make sure you guys have your notifications turned on. That's why it's important to have those notifications turned on, not just the regular scheduled stuff. All right. So we're going to see y'all. We're getting out of here. Um, Wayne, any final thoughts, man? Oh man, I, it was it was a pleasure. I'm sorry, my apologies for being late. It got heated over at Nitty Gritty. Listen, if you guys aren't subscribed to the Wayne Breezy channel, I, I'm promising you're gonna miss you're missing one of the most fired up shows. I got four people up there that will just put on some boxing gloves and go at it. Um, so make sure you guys uh, subscribe to the Wayne Breezy channel for the Nitty Gritty Niners show. It airs every Monday, Sundays. Thursdays. I know I said that backwards, but it is what it is. And you get that sizzling Sunday show, Sunday mornings, where we cook and talk football, man. So make sure you subscribe to Wayne Breezy channel. If you're here right now, go ahead and subscribe right now when you leave here. And go watch tonight's episode if you want to see the main event. It was pay per view, and it's free. And it's free. (laughs) It's the pay-per-view with the little black box. Yeah. It's the good ones, right? I'm uh, I'm even going to be watching your... um, 
your Twitch because I, I want to see the, uh, the game. Oh, the, the, the thing on Saturday? Oh, so Saturday is going to be fun, man. I'm I can tell you that right now. If I'm not working, I'll be in there. I'll be, oh, I, man, what's this? Trying to send I, you biddies and it cost me $200. I was like, nah. <laughs> If my wife saw I played for pay for biddies, I'm gonna get in trouble. I don't even know what that means. So yeah, it's fun over there, man. We do the Madden simulation on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Yeah. on um on the Twitch channel, Wayne Breezy. So it's gonna oh, be yeah. fun. I can't wait. I'm nervous about that game, I, which is weird. It's a fucking video game, and I'm nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I you, shouldn't you, be nervous. Do they three and eight? It's 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 the it's the Seahawks. It's Russell Wilson. Seahawks. That's what it is. It's my not final offer. My final thoughts to these guys. Just stay faithful, man. Stay locked in. We're going to be here no matter what, no matter the outcome. We're going to be here. We're going to be bringing it to y'all. Make sure you guys don't miss a thing. Uh, stay faithful and be kind to one another. I can't say that enough, guys. Be kind to one another. We got enough to argue about in the world. Let's not make football one of them, all right? Whether you're Facts. pro Jimmy, whether you're against Jimmy, you should be pro Niners. That's the bottom line right there. All right? We're going to get up out of here. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful, y'all. We out of here. Peace. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. You looking to find us? We them nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing.